Welcome to Oplish the Podcast, where we have an open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney. And I'm Devin. Tay. And I'm Solomon. And we are about to start this good show. So, Solomon, how was your week? Actually, it's been a really good week. Uh, started off with a migraine, but that passed. And um, yeah, I really, nothing to complain about. It's actually been a really good week. Oh, okay. Hey, Devin, how was your week? I had a good week. I had a good, it's been a really good week so far. Oh. A lot of, um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know Rodney. <laughs> well. Just, um, it's been a really good week, but just a lot of, like, things that I've been wanting to do, like, get some planning done, and, you know, things are just looking good. Stop. <laughs> just drag it on a little bit, because he, he, he um, just wants to talk it, about his That's it, that's it. But a good week, y'all know it's been a good, good week. We know you had a good, good week. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? My week has been great. Um, I'm engaged. Yes, and congratulations. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> show the ring, show the ring. You had a ring. No. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> no, because I proposed to him. Yes. That don't mean you don't get no ring? No. If no, you I were there. I mean, it wasn't planned. If you were there, then you would have seen how it went down. I was there, and it was beautiful. Oh, where you didn't mention that. So uh, what else I are you leaving there, out? It was beautiful. <laughs> 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 no, but it was great. Um, <laughs> no, it was a really good week, though. Um, really nice um, party. Ooh, I ended up proposing, and which was different because I wasn't one expecting to actually be the one to propose, but it kind of just happened. So I thought you supposed to have a ring, too. Not if it's unexpected. So, like, if. Think about even a heterosexual proposal. If a guy proposes to a woman, he already he, has the band and she has the diamond. That's not at a. That's how my family do it. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm also, so do your does your family? So like, when they so just like my brother proposed to his wife, right? Uh -huh. He got hers ringside. He got his thing to match. Oh, so he bought two rings at one time yeah. and said, okay. I've never seen a oh, one ring really? situation. How you, so where, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the you other can one, say you engaged, you're probably like, well, we ain't got no ring. You know what I'm <laughs> no, saying? Like, the other you, one, the other other one, sense. The other one doesn't get the ring until it's, I mean, I guess everybody obviously does it's it different. different. I guess yeah. it's different. Yeah, but yeah. I would prefer it. Like, go ahead and, you know, like, one of both of us don't need the rings because, I like, I've seen so many couples, especially gay men, and I'm like, oh, y'all are married, congratulations. And they're like, oh, we're not married. And I'm like, well, why are y'all wearing rings like what i mean they can say own. we engaged what's the difference teach them uh, yeah. okay i want a ring <laughs> congratulations thank you, thank you. Yes, congratulations thank you yeah but um, congratulations to you sweetheart you look so beautiful <laughs> thank hey, you got right. your thighs out <laughs> <laughs> hey what's way up at <laughs> oh well you guys i was trying to shave i was shaving my body for a pool party this coming up weekend and you know, when I shaved under my arms, I guess I did something wrong. I know it's a little hair bump. Oh. <laughs> they got about the size of like this. Oh, oh that's big. So I had to go get surgery under my arm. Well, for future so, references, we can go get waxes together. Because if you get waxes and it prevents all that. Does it? Yeah. It's so, just safer. So if the audience sees something right here, it's nothing wrong with me. It's gauze. <laughs> they go, right. what the hell happened? It's popped. It's really gone down. But yeah, this is gauze. But that's all I have, you guys. Yeah, but are you feeling better? You're looking good. Are you no feeling a little bit better? No party for me. I'm really disappointed. Oh, so. my God. That's okay. We'll do something else. Yeah. We'll do something else. I want else. to be out. We can sit by the pool and look cute. 
Girl, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> 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 okay, that's a good point. Yeah, I wouldn't want you wearing that next to me either. Um, so now this part, this portion of our show, um, we're going to go ahead and highlight um, a business. This business is fairly new to Georgia. I think it's been here maybe about a little over a year because I think they founded in about 2021. Uh, but we want to give a huge shout out to the new Black Wall Street. Um, it's located in Stonecrest, Georgia, and it's a venue pretty much like a mall, but they have like food, they have art, they have entertainment. Um, a good friend of mine bought this painting from there that was phenomenal. It was like the best I'd ever seen. Um, and again, everything is black, black owned. So literally everything you do there is black owned. The history there um, that you'll get, everything is amazing. So again, that's the new Black Wall Street. So we want to just highlight them and shout them out. Um, it's very much so a hidden gem in Georgia. So when y'all get a chance, Jeff, definitely check it out. So I have a question. This is not a dig. Black Wall Street back in the day was like selling and trading. So why is this called Black Wall Street? For one, I wasn't back in the day, so I had no idea <laughs> <Where am laughs> that I they were selling and trading. Um, I think you're thinking Wall Street, yeah. like the business professional, like Wall Street. I believe that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I'm not the founder of the Black Wall Street, so I don't really know. Giving you the information. However, <laughs> if, if I had to, if I had to guess and kind of put the facts together, when you think about Wall Street, you think about like money making tycoons. You think about like a lot of white professionals historically. But in this case, this is the Black Wall Street. So I'm thinking that they're calling it the new Black Wall Street because literally everything there is black owned. Everything's thriving. Like it's all our business from the food to the art to the entertainment to like everything that happens there is like everything's black. Everything's professional. So in my opinion, that's why they chose that. But again, I didn't found either, so I can't confirm. You might be a good PR. Can you show this twisted around, Bubba? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he did that. What you not gonna do is catch me up. You I'm gonna sell this guy. I'm gonna sell this goddamn. <laughs> You're welcome. The new Black Wall Street. You showed me that. Okay. Put a lot of work into nothing. <laughs> All right. So with Pillow Talk today, I decided to switch it up a little bit and have a little fun. Mm. Um, I really love to learn more about us so i said why don't we play a little short game of never have i ever oh god jesus and i just let y'all know i play to get the tea and to yeah. win. oh you good i got it messy <laughs> this this side is <laughs> so what's the rules okay so tea. we you kind of love yeah all right so <laughs> since this is gonna be a short game we're gonna use five fingers instead okay. of ten and Solomon, you ready? <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll start it off. <laughs> so we put a finger down. If, if you, you did, did it. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Never have I ever had sex in a vehicle. Mm, okay. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, I got the rules. All right, <laughs> Never have I ever... Had sex with a friend of a friend that was a couple. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Who put their finger? Ow! Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yo, sorry, you could not have done it though. 
about it. <laughs> I'm going back in my memory bank. <laughs> That's why I hate this game. Um, <laughs> never have I ever swallowed. Oh, I haven't. Ever? Two? I, I know, it's one. I only have that one. <laughs> y'all, none of y'all have No, I don't. Swallowed? None of y'all have ever. It tastes like Pyrex to me, so I don't know. <laughs> Who? Never mind. I'm just, it might be something wrong with him, so it's Yeah, because okay. it should not taste like Pyrex. Oh, you did. It's going taste right. Okay. Um, never have I ever had sex with someone to get back at somebody. Oh, well, she oh. bitch. Don't <laughs> do <I'm> good. <laughs> well, for, <laughs> don't judge. I didn't. Yes. I mean, I've never done that. I've never done that. I've never done that. It's back on YouTube. Okay. Hmm. Never have I ever. Hooked up with someone the first night I met them. But you got never done that. I can't do that. Like uh, ever in your life? No, not like when I first meet them. No. I don't hmm. get them back. Watch this. Never <laughs> have I ever got a gay suit who person was my roommate. <laughs> to a ooh. wait, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> never ever got a gay suit person who was once living with me. Oh, engaged. Engaged. Too. <laughs> <laughs> He's so childish. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Never have I ever had public sex. Oh no, I don't do that. What's the definition? <laughs> oh my god! Damn it, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> because you said a car, so that's like—is that public? Like, what's public? No, that's like outdoors. Outdoors, anything outdoors, like no. a playground. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're out. Devin's out. Devin is out. Um, <laughs> what you mean, like a playground? <laughs> Because what's the difference? Girl, I would say no more. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you why. This, yeah, this, yeah, I would say no more. I guess I <laughs> Never have I ever been to a sex party. Thank you. <laughs> Never have I ever had a freak Twitter. <laughs> My Twitter's not a freak Twitter. It's not what I was. Why are you trying to talk to me? Okay. What? <laughs> I'm gonna do my research. I'm like, do you have a free Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never had one back in the day. Never had. Maybe back that was... in the day. So thank you. So, so put your finger down. That counts. So have you been cheating the whole game? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, actually. Okay. Not, but... So yeah. <laughs> I do my research on the girls. Because <laughs> I was going to say, he never brought that to the table with the group. So you had to know that. I mean, that was like years ago. A long, oh, we got to talk about that. time ago. We got to yeah. talk about that. Definitely. Probably about five years ago. Not too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm, I'm horrible. Wait, that. you put your finger out for fake Twitter? No. Oh. I ain't he been watching you. Up. We tied. Okay. And you got two. Okay. <laughs> um... Let's see. I'm horrible at this Me game. Me too. That's like. Have you yeah. done everything? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's tie it in. Never have I ever had sex in church. Oh, heck no. no I'm a mm. Christian man. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, even a, not even in the parking lot. It's <laughs> not even thought about uh -uh. it. Let me just go ahead well, and the game. <laughs> Never have I ever cheated. Wait, what the fence? No, no, no. no, 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 no Define cheating. No, nope. okay. Cheating is cheating. Okay, okay. So, Tay, you won this round. I think that's why you made us play. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was a pillow talk with Tay for today. <laughs>
But if you want to see who lost first, you have to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so today on today's menage a trois, let he who is without sin. So today we are going to talk about the controversial topic of church hurt. Oh, Lord. And Jesus. I know some of you wanted to talk about this, bring this to the table. And so my, my history in the church has been pretty decent, so to speak. I haven't, or at least not to my recollection, sat in the pews and heard sermons about fire and brimstone for the LGBT community. Um, and my, and my, my relationship in the church has been mostly positive. Like I remember one of the church mothers calling me up one day after checking on me and she was just say, Hey, how you doing? Um, just want to see how you're doing. And, um, you know, are you dating? And I was like, no. And then she was like, are you interested in anybody? And I was like, mm, I don't know. And she was like, well, is it a guy or a girl? And I was like, uh, <laughs> well, that remains to be seen. <laughs> and she was like, well, whoever it is, I love you anyway. And I, oh. hope, and I was like, that was that, she'll basically say, come out, baby. Basically. basically. The whole basically. church talking about you. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> always got to take it to the next level. Okay. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, but that's the truth. The church is talking. And at the same time, um, I've had so many friends and I've worked with so many people who talk about how alienated they feel in religion. And so what are your experiences in the church? And uh, specifically, what are your experiences in the black church? I would say there's a reason why I want to make this a main topic during Pride Month with a lot of reasons. I come from the same background as you. I was Southern Baptist, so church. I Baptist. Oh, well, I was Southern Baptist. We're the best. <laughs> so coming from, like, a congregation where, you know, your pastor, the pastor come over your house, and, you know, they go see the sick and shut in, and they don't see the other people. It's really the pastor coming to see you. I come from that type of church. Old school church, Old school, old yeah. school church, yeah. like how I got over, not this Tasha Cobbs, not this other stuff. We had a real church. No offense to the Tasha Cobbs, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, had old school church. Yeah, old school church. Um, and the reason why I know a lot of people feel conflicted in their spirit when it comes to the gospel, Christianity, and with Jesus. And the reason why, and my pastor has preached about homosexuality just like he preached about every sin. But the reason why I don't get offended is because I know God loves me. And I have, I'm a living, walking testimony of that. I should not be here. And if it don't hurt, it don't fit. Like, in the day, like, God would not have blessed me like he has done if I was truly living a sensible life. And I feel like you have to know God for yourself. It's good to go to church. It's good to, you know, be in the choir and be in all these ministry in, in the gospel. But you need to know God for yourself. You need to learn the word for yourself. You need to read the Bible and learn it and then have your own understanding. That's even in the Bible. Like, you need to know the God lives within you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for people out here who are, like, just devastated and they turn their back on God because of what a man said, you are crazy to me. Because it's, it's, it's no reason to explain, like, how you don't know God. It's like you stop believing God because of what somebody said in the pew. Right. 
I, I would say that I definitely agree with that. Like, it has to be personal, especially because not even with your journey of being gay or being whatever, but it just has to be personal with God, period. Like, you know, like, growing up in church for me was, like, it was amazing. Like, you know, I was in the choir. I was on the dance team. Like, and I felt like I was doing, like, God's will. You know what I mean? Like, I felt comfortable. Like, all of that. I got to know God for myself, you know, and that was amazing at such a young age. But then I remember, like, like my first time, like, hearing a prophecy and seeing, like, God speak and, like, realizing that I had, like, I struggled with liking guys. And I say, and I don't say gay because I didn't feel like I was gay. I felt like, oh, this guy is cute, this guy is cute, but I have girlfriends. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not gay, but I do feel like this guy is cute, you know? Um, so then I just remember, like, being scared to go to church because I'm like, I don't want like the prophecy to be like someone in here is a homosexual come up here and get delivered like all of that so for a long period of time like I remember I didn't want to go to Bible study like I didn't want to go to church like I just was in a place of like God I love you so much but I'm scared like I'm scared that this, like my truth is going to be like you know called out and that I'm going to be looked at different or I'm going to be looked at as like you know I don't love you the same so on and so forth um mm. So I think, you know, I had to get over that. I don't remember how I got over it, but I do remember there being a reconnection with God to where it's like, okay, I'm laying it on the table with you, God. This is who I am, and this is where I'm at. But I still love you the same, and I still want to serve for you in church. I still want to be a son of God. I still want to be a man of God, but this is how I feel, and this is who I like. And I tell people all the time, like, me choosing to date guys is a choice, obviously. But me choosing to like guys is not a choice. Like, even if I don't date for months on and months out, I'm still attracted to guys. Like, that's, you know, that's who I like. But going back to the sticking to the church, um, it's just important of having a relationship with God for yourself. And I still feel the same that I felt when I was in church on the choir, on the dance team, and, and you know, serving in the church in multiple capacities, I still feel the same way to where God is ahead of my life. Like, yes, I cuss. Yes, you know, I do drink, but God is ahead of my life. Mm. Like, those that know me closely know that I'm always referencing God. When something good happens for me, I'm referencing God. Lately, like, I've gone through something so traumatic, and I've had to put my complete trust in God. So it's just like I'm still, you know, that person when it comes to God because I have that relationship. So, you know, to everybody out there that kind of struggles with it, just know that God is still the same God that still created you. You're still his child. And you have to realize that regardless of what other people say. Amen. Amen. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I grew up in church as well. So, um, like I say, my hometown is like super, super small. So, it's very, you know, judgmental. Um, so, I'm going to church and stuff as a kid growing up. And it's like. You know, people would judge, like, judge me or make assumption of me before I even knew who I was, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, going to church and stuff after a while, I kind of just didn't really care to go because it was just like you got people looking at you or, you know, making comments and stuff. And, you know, my mom used to tell me all the time, she'd be like, you know, she would have to pull people aside and be like, hey, you know, you don't know my son. You don't know what he's going through or whatever. And for me, it just made me feel, like, very uncomfortable. And I stopped going to church for a long time. Um I actually didn't start going back to church until I moved here. Um, my best friend um, here took me to church, and, like, it was a struggle trying to get me to go. But I went, and I saw something different, and it kind of made me more comfortable. And I'm going to say this, like, because I do hear, like, a lot of negative things um, when it comes to the church and everything. 
But for me, I have absolutely nothing negative to say about the church or the pastor or anything. And not only because the pastor is yay, but it's just the environment. And when you walk in there, you can totally be yourself and be comfortable. Talking about vision? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I do go to vision. Um, and, you know, even though, you know, like I said, the pastor is gay, like it's a lot of heterosexual people that still go there and stuff. And you can feel as comfortable as you are. And, you know, you don't have to worry about people saying, oh, his pants is too tight or, you know, look what he's wearing. Like, you don't have to worry about any of that. And you can go there, get the word and, you know, go about your day. And for a long time, I didn't have that. Like. The pastor back home would say things like will really make people uncomfortable, like, oh, you know, being gay is abomination, it's a sin, it's a, and it's just like, who wants to go and, like, sit and listen to that? Regardless of, I didn't know who I was at the time, but it's just the fact that I'm figuring myself out, and if that's who I turned out to be, then I already can understand that it's not accepted here, so... I just shut my, I shut out for a minute, but as far as God, I've never shut God out. I just had to cut the church off. Um, this is that. Well, let me say this. Thank y'all for sharing y'all truth. That was so beautiful. Like, I think it's really helped someone. Um, and then they don't do so you're not comfortable with doing. And I feel like if you are comfortable with your, whatever that is for you, where to be you or being gay, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So can't no man, can't nobody make you feel uncomfortable if you're not secure in who you are. And I'm trying to be mean or rude about it, but this is how I feel. Yeah. Now, um, and also, when it comes to a church, I don't care if you gay. I don't care if you are hoeing every night, having sex, sinning. God is a God of love. And now these churches got so worldly, they want to, like, cash you out or, like, turn that back and, like, rescind your ladder. Like, you are not God. I, I would never. I, I see so many things like that. When you, oh, you're not paying your tithes, we kicking you out. God's a God of love. So yeah. when you, like, you go back and read your Bible, he hung around the sinners. He didn't hang around perfect patties. Exactly. You get what I'm and saying? And I just heard, I was listening to um, T.D. Jake's sermon earlier, and that's what he was saying. He's like, the church is so quick. To And I'm not saying that being gay is being a sinner. I'm not saying that at all. But the church is so quick to say or to shun and be like, no, we don't do this. We're not going to be around. We're not going to be around. But God was among the sinners. Like how, like, how do you expect people to really get to the place you are in God if you don't make them feel comfortable enough, allow them to experience God's love, and, like, really be a representation of who God is. You know what I mean? Because maybe they've never had a representation of who God is. So if their representation is supposed to be you, and you're talking about, uh-uh, then it's like, well, who do they go to? Who who does anybody go to? If the church is not there, then who do people go to? And exactly. I think that's where a lot of people, like, you're dropping the ball. Because if you're this spiritual person and God has really sent you to use you, let God use you for what the people need. And that people need God's love, the education, the acceptance. Like, that's what they need. Lead them to God and let God do the rest. So I want to piggyback off of that because, um, Rodney, you were saying that your relationship with God has to be personal. And I agree. I agree 100%. But I also understand that when you are coming up, especially in a religion or in spirituality, that the people around you are also personal. And so, like, your mother and your father created you. And so this is your first, just like Devin was saying, this is your first representation of God. And so if the pastor is speaking negatively about you and then your parents are co-signing, then that is reinforcing the, the building the wall. 
I'm, I'm going to close myself off from the world. I'm not going to be as authentic. I'm not going to be as, as open as I could be. And so I, I can see how an individual will have a personal relationship with God, but also struggle with their, I guess, their earthly representation of God um, being against them. But at the end of the day, I truly feel like if you read the Bible for yourself and you learn God for yourself, can anyone, no matter your father, your mother, God can take them away. You know, God can take your family away and only leave you. You know, it's so many true. examples in the Bible where God took the wife away, no, took the kids away from him, took his land, took everything. He let the devil do everything to him. And, and God wanted to see, mm-hmm. was his fate going to be the same? So don't put your trust in no pastor, mm-hmm. your mom and your dad. They ain't trying to be rude because once they gone, you're not going to believe in God anymore. And that again, that just goes back to, like, building it for yourself. Like, you need to I, know I it for yourself. Because to your point, yeah, like, if pastor's saying this and my parents are saying this, Forget pastor, like, I want to make my parents proud, even at this age. Like, I want to make my mom proud, like, of everything I do. Like, I don't think I'll ever stop feeling that way. But, you know, it's a, it's, I've come to a point where this is who I am, and thank God that she's very supportive of me. But if she was not, then it'd be like, hey, this is who I am, and it's between me and God. And mom, you know, I unfortunately, this is what it is. But thankfully, I'm not in that situation. And also think about this stage of life that you're in. You're an adult, you're independent. And I'm thinking about the five-year-old, the six-year-old, the 10-year-old, the 15-year-old who is completely dependent on on a parent who supports them and takes care of them and provides for them, just like a God would. Right. And so <laughs> and so now you have now you have this struggle. Like I have like I wanna I wanna make this person proud, but at the same time, like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And so Although I get the, and I get it and I agree that it is a personal relationship. And yet still there is another personal relationship that is going on in which there can be a struggle. So what is your advice to that 13, 14, 15 year old who's in that position of like dad and mom and pastor saying this, but I feel this. What is your advice to that person? So I don't have advice, um, but I will say this read and study and it doesn't just have to be about your religion it doesn't have to be about your spirituality there are hundreds of religions and spirituality is so broad like i personally i studied african tradition i've uh, studied african religion i studied buddhism i even converted to buddhism in like 2016-17 and that was an amazing experience for me and having that knowledge from those different backgrounds, I was able to see that it's not just about God, it's about your ancestors, it's about um, your community, it's about how you treat the environment. It's, there's a lot involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wasn't, I wasn't limited to people's small experiences or small expectations. Got you. Got you. So if you're already thinking above where everybody else is and their opinions of things don't really matter as much. Don't face me. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, it's that was advice, though, not to cut you off. Yeah, but that was well, advice. I was saying for me. For <laughs> okay. me. That's why I was like for yeah, me. Yeah, he did. He did put emphasis on that. You know, it's just, it's just really sad where you could be broken and, you know, at your end with and you go, it's going to make bullshit. You go to church where... You are told where you need to go and 
where you get healed, you get love and healing, and because you're gay or whatever that is, but we focus on gay people, so let me go back on topic. Just because you're gay, you get turned you get turned around. Mm-hmm. That's not God. And if you go to church like that, leave that church alone. Yeah. Because if a church not accepting of whatever walks life you in, and they, they feel like it's wrong, it's their own business. But they're supposed to love on you, mm-hmm. and I think, and I, and I have never imagined that. So I, I'm based on being biased, but I cannot imagine going to a church and they're turning me around because I'm gay. Yeah. Like that will, I'm like, like really, I'm hurting, I'm broken. You, you preach all this stuff about coming to the church, come around godly people, and then I come to you for help about something totally different. You focus on me being gay, right. but mm-hmm. something totally different. You don't want to help me. Right. I'm, I'm not good enough to sit beside you. Like right. that's a horrible, horrible feeling, and you are gonna burn in hell. And I cannot wait to God come back and tell you that. <laughs> like I believe. Yeah, I, so. I would. I would. I can't say if they'll burn in hell. But They're I, gonna burn in hell. But I, <laughs> have you had one of those experiences, Rodney? No, because I didn't. It is figure to me like I just can't imagine like I have seen so many people walk in broken in my and church lost, broken, and lost, lost afraid and scared. so above the gay stuff just mentally mm-hmm. physically emotionally spiritually right. spiritually and you turn somebody around because of their because of who they choose to lay with mm-hmm. which is none of your business yeah God's not pleased. Like I said, you said they're going to hell. I going to hell. <laughs> but I know God's not pleased because God is God is love. God is love. God is truth. And, you know, a lot of people just want to, they want to say, well, we want the, the Lord's will to be done. Lord's will to be done. That's fine. Like, I come from, like, a really small town. And, like, it's either everybody's, like, really churchy and you're in church and everybody knows that you're in church, that you're singing, that you're preaching, that you're this and you're that. Or you're the opposite. And that's the two categories. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for one, there shouldn't be a category. And for two, no matter how holy you profess to be, if you're still being away towards God's people, no matter what they're doing that you don't believe in, these are still God's people that you're treating away. So it's like, if you're not doing what God wants you to do by his people, then all this holiness is down the drain because you are not being true to who God called you to be. The devil or the Bible too. Put that out there. And the devil knows the Bible. Sure do. And they could be the devil. They could be a lot. <laughs> just letting you know. Don't y'all let the Christian Christian folks fool you acting like they just so holy and thou. My girl grandma said, he said, the couple person go to church every Sunday, know the word back and forth, and they make it into heaven. Yeah. And a man who looked down upon will be the first one to go. They go like this. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I agree. I'm just being honest. Like, Tay, how do you feel? You kind of quiet. <laughs> Um, I mean, I feel this, like I said, it's a touchy subject because, like I said, it's that's what I want to hear from you because I feel like it hurts you, <laughs> so I want to know. It does, but I mean, I feel like I'm grown now, so I, I handle it differently now. Like being little and stuff, you don't really have the understanding that you have now. So when people act a certain way towards you and stuff like that, it don't really, you know, what I'm saying it don't register you why or whatever. But when you get older and you sit back and you think about it, or you watch someone else experience it. It, you know, it makes you think back, like, okay, wow, like, I didn't even see it this way, or, you know, this how this person, t- uh, you know, I decided this person, you know, treated me. So for me, I try to always encourage people that, you know, you don't have to stray away from the church because of how someone makes you feel, because in the, the day, you're going there to, you know, to worship the Lord and, you know, to get your praise. And at the end of the day, you know, church is for people to go in there and be able to be comfortable, feel it's a safe place, supposed to be a safe place. Mm -hmm. Let me say that. Um, 
And like, if you can't go there and you can't just sit there and get your word without worrying about what's the next person is saying about you, then maybe that's just not the church for you. But that don't mean just stray away from church. Just find a church that, you know, that works for you, that's more comfortable for you. And I had to learn that because I kind of, you know, I kind of like hated myself for a while because I love church. So Mm -hmm. when I stopped going to church, like, it really bothered me because like, that was my Sunday thing. I never worked on Sundays because I always went to church. So it's just like, I hear people say they're going to church and I just be like, oh, okay, well, child have fun. And that's sad because imagine that's how many sad. other people are saying. feeling like that. Yeah, so I just, you know, like I said, now I'm just, you know, I'm older, my understanding stuff is completely different. And then I honestly, I just have, I don't give a fuck attitude. So yeah, I was gonna say this confidence. Said, yeah, I don't really care. Probably like, for all of us, I would think that confidence. Mm. What would you tell somebody who was once your age? What, how, what would you tell them, like, keep the faith to keep moving on? Um, so I would say that for like, for someone that age that you don't have to trust the people at church, but you, all you have to do is trust God because at the end of the day, everything that we do, we do through him, you know, like everything I do for sure, I do through God. Like I wake up in the morning, it's him. Like, I just believe that because I have literally, have been through some things in life that I never expected even to survive. And I know that I have because of God. Mm-hmm. And I always, even when I'm in a worse situation, I always trust in him. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give it to God and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let it go. Because, you know, you have those people who give it to God and then they take it back and then you wonder why it didn't work out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And like, I was one of those people for a long time. And I had to understand, like, once you give it to him, you have to leave it with him. And, you know, I just feel like with people, like with a lot of us or whatever, we try to fix things ourselves. And sometimes we can't. We just have to allow him to fix it. And, you know, I have to, you know, my my fiance is not a church, was not a church person at all. And, you know, I started bringing him to church and, you know, he fell in love with church. But he used to always blame God for a lot of things that happened to him. And I had to make him understand, mm-hmm. like, it's okay to be upset with God or whatever if things don't go your way or something, you know, goes wrong or whatever but at the same time you have to think about all the good things that happened to you because they're because of him as well yes i just told my sister the same thing yeah so i just you know i had to get him into that point so now it's like you know when something happens whether it's good or bad whatever he always like i hear him say like i'm just gonna trust in god or whatever which is crazy because it took like damn near a whole village to get him to go to church oh that has to feel good though to hear him you know say that to to feel that he has, you know, faith in God. Yeah, like he, you know, sometimes, child, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I be lazy on Sundays and I don't wanna get up and go, so he's like, come on, baby, going to church. And I'll just be like, okay, I'm not gonna stop you from going to church. So I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go because at one point I couldn't even get him to go. So I love that his relationship with God has changed. And I love that, you know, I was able to play a part in that to get him to have a closer relationship with God because, child, it was not there in the beginning, like, at all. (laughs) That's amazing. That's That's beautiful. That's so beautiful, Tay. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Looks like a counselor. (laughs) Church heart session. (laughs) For sharing. Right. (laughs) Um, I wanted to say something, Dorn, if I didn't want to cut you off of YouTube, I I like what you were saying. Um, the fact that, um, you know, just like God blesses you, God tests you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, something we wonder why we are going through things and we're like, God, why me? And why not you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why not you? If you have been showing people that how I could be loving and blessing, 
I, I need to show him that I can go, that I can put you through the mud mm, yes. and you to come out as, as clean as a whistle. Right. And, you know, and I had to learn that too, Tay. I used to pray things and then go my way. I pray again. Right. And the guy say, I heard you the first damn time. Right. You know, that's how we talk. So right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we get exactly. mad at that. That's how we it. talk. Right. 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 But God be like, I told your ass. Right. I got right. you, right? right? And I did. he like, did I get you through this? And I'm like, you right. Right. Did I get you this? Right. You right. Oh, my God. Did I get you yeah, this too? So right. And I'm right. like, you right. Right. So he said, shit the hell up, stop calling me. Exactly. <laughs> Pray my son do. I don't want to hear his prayer no more. Right. And so I learned and I told people, when you though. pray for something, you need to believe in what you pray that and right. let it be. That's and a it. lot of times, like, you're going through something for the faith test. Not yeah. to be like, oh, how much faith do you have in me? But are you going to believe me and are you going to let me like use you are you gonna let me let you go through these things and bring you out of it and then you tell people it was me that brought you out you is go. that Amen. how you're gonna do it right and if you are like every time you let me take you through i'm gonna give you better than the situation you were in you know before you went through so like i completely agree with that I i'm about to share something I, you know, I, I would never share this so y'all yeah I, mean, I told y'all like i was trying to keep up with the joneses when i moved to atlanta oh, yeah, so i didn't i so I was at a bank. They let me go way in the negatives, okay? okay. Like, like way, way? No, like at least $1,800. <gasps> That's way, way. That's way, way. <laughs> in the negatives. And I was on the verge of losing my place. I lost my car, and I got, I took my car. And it's okay. Right. I, got, I got a new car. Right. I said, Lord, I'm going to be homeless, Jesus. And something came, a loan came through. Wow. <laughs> and I got a new pay and better job again. I was making twenty seven thousand, got increased to forty eight thousand, right. and got approved for a loan. So I just want to encourage people, like that. About throw me out. I had right. court probably next week. <laughs> you know, and that lady did her best. She was like trying to let me hold on. She's like, "Cause right. I know you're young. I know you're smooth here. Right. And I'm trying to keep them up, baby. We is going on <laughs> almost three months. And I'm like, girl, what you gonna do? Right. And I took my car. Yeah, I was broken. Okay, right, I was right. broken. And every time I go through something, not even that is deep, but I feel like it's the worst ever. Mm -hmm. I remember how God brought me through that. Exactly. You get what exactly. I'm saying? Like at the last minute, he can bring you out of something. You'd be like, you know what? And he will do he it will. in his timing. It's not only that he can do it. He's going to do it. <laughs> he's going to do it. Timing. Like, it's Child. his timing, though. Right. You cannot so, rush him because yeah. he's going to do it I was calling my friend, but I had three people said yes to move in on their couch. <laughs> and y'all know who y'all are, and I appreciate you. I had to move Shout in. out to them three. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to them I had to move three. on one of their couches, though, because I did something else crazy. But, <laughs> 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 but, but you know, I will always love that friend because, like, it was good to know, you know, what's I got my car back, lost my place. And God used them, and he and your friend allowed God to use them. Yes, now. and that's yes. another thing. Like we're gonna move on pretty soon, I'm sure. But people don't realize when God has like put them in a position to be a blessing to somebody else, mm. and this is a test for you. Are you gonna Ooh, bless them or maybe. not bless them? And it's like you can pass the test or not. And that doesn't mean like, because you're able to help someone, whether we're talking, you, you have an extra room or you got extra finding, whatever. It's not saying because you have extra, you're obligated. Cause that's not never the yeah. case. However, God does position you sometimes like to be a blessing. And I feel like when we don't do that, we're really, we're really failing the test because like he's saying, okay, I'm going to let you be the conduit or be the resource this time or be the love this time or be the peace this time. And sometimes we just don't do it. And it's, you know, are you who you say you are? Oh, right. 
Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you know, we show up in each other's lives as friends and, you know, hey, I, I got you. I got your back. Da, 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 da. But then when shit actually happens, right. then when shit really hits the fan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that friend you get one time. My <laughs> grandma always say, don't hurt yourself trying to help somebody else, child. Okay. So I get you probably one, two, three. But like, I don't need you. As long as I don't have to miss any don't sleep, be, Whatever you need. Don't be that you. friend. Somebody, I'm writing guy. He, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about you. You no, know when I'm, your friends. But versus you living, so being homeless, versus me giving you money, you could always sleep on my couch, child. Yeah. I give you four months. <laughs> I mean, that's a good. That's a long time. I give you four months. Like I'm just saying, to be sleeping on I mean, because I'm not gonna have any of my. If I call you my friend, I would never let you sleep on your car. Right. Or right. be homeless. Like that's. Cause like that's ludicrous to me. Like yeah. I know you working, you hit something bad, you ain't going out. We gonna get a budget, a financial plan. <laughs> Thank you. As long and as we're you gonna, have a plan, <laughs> a plan. Okay. All right. we're gonna get you back on track. There has Sally. to be some type of plan. Cause you ain't gonna be talking about, oh girl, we going buying bottles, and on the fourth month, black like, girls, time to go. Uh, you got this paper, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> you four but in four months, <laughs> four months, you got to go. That's yeah. my friend told me saying, now look. You in a rock bottom place? <laughs> ain't no judgment. Fred said, now look, I ain't going to do your money, but I'm going to watch you. Now, if I see you doing this, I ain't going to send your status because you need to stay because you know you live in large. Not extension Yeah, because he said that. He said, I would stand if I see you trying. He said, if I see you being right. reckless and this doing whatever. Sense. And that's yeah. a good yeah. friend because that's somebody that's like, I got you, but I'm not going to enable you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, like, show me yes. that, you know, you fell on hard times, <clears> you did a place to stay, whatever, but you have a plan to right. recuperate, get it together. That doesn't entail bulldogs every night. Like, you know. <laughs> your bulldogs are cheap. Some people are hate buying Gucci still. You know what? <laughs> for somebody I went to bulldogs for the first time. We went to bulldogs for the first time, and oh, I haven't been in like. Did you? Mm. He was cutting you up, know, with, like he was cutting door. up <laughs> with my mom. Like he was cutting up with my mom. Yeah, I love so like, oh my yeah, lord, I love mom. my she mom was went. Such a good time. I feel like our moms would get along. With your mom, with my, mom, mom my mom went to Bulldog. She was on the dance floor. She had a stud come up behind her, dance on her. My mom was. <laughs> She yeah, was she was cute. She was cute. His mom was cute. She's cute. She was just like, <laughs> what she said to the you know, it's her first experience and stuff like that. She was, I think mom was kind of lit, so it really wasn't like, because she kept dancing. That was her first I, I was experience. Like, yeah. She like, fit right in with the girls. Like, okay, mom. <laughs> oh, my God. But so to we, really Becky. <laughs> so before we move on, I just want to ask this question. So do y'all be, believe that God uses you to help other people? Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And I asked that because I was having a conversation the other day and like someone that's really close to me like has been in a relationship for a while and when they got in this relationship, like they kinda help, you know, mold the person they were with and help them build a relationship with God and everything. And then now it's just like kinda like the relationship has kinda ended or whatever. And like I told them, I was just like, Well, Maybe God uses you to help him get closer to him. You know, it may not have been like that forever love. It could have just been for that. Not saying that is what it is, but Some it's a possibility. Right. Yeah. You know, it could have just been that God knew that he needed someone who was so strong-minded and so close to him to get him to open up to him because this person didn't have a relationship with God. He believed in everything else but God. Like, he had a whole bunch of other beliefs. But when they got together, you know, she, he go, he started going to church with her and everything. And, you know, his beliefs and stuff is God. So everything, you know, he does and not, you know, he trusts in God. He believes in God. But, you know, like I said, not a relationship is not there anymore. And, like, I had to explain. I said, well, maybe that's just 
what you were there for, you know, maybe it wasn't meant for you guys to be, but maybe you just was there to help him become the person that God has wanted him to become, right, you know. Exactly. And also, God is a jealous God, people. That too. And let me sit that out there. <laughs> God is just that person that you love oh so much. And you forgot about God, and God to get you your man, your job, whatever mm -hmm. that looks like for you, your car, and once they're gone, whatever that is, child. Yo, what? Your weed. A lot of people like put weed before everything. Like, yeah, they do. God. I know somebody. So, who, in a sense of yeah. don't make this your vice, I was just throwing things in. Oh, okay. Man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, God will really <laughs> remove people. And like, I'm trying to tell you, don't love people more than you love you God. That, that marriage. You know, sometimes it be your kids. God, I seen God take people's kids away. Man, it's unfortunate. And I would also say, like, if your focus is on God and you are doing what you're supposed to do, other people will see that light and they will try to reap the rewards of that light without doing the work. Mm, very mm. true. That's and true. that could be a, like I am intentional when I'm when I'm meeting people. Sometimes I'm a little reckless, but then there are times when I'm like, listen, I'm I'm really focused right now. If you are not about the work, this is not the path for you. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. And I like this question. So I see number two. We kind of did number three already. We really did one, two, and three. Probably. We did two. Mm -hmm. Where what a, guy. a A and B. One A and one B. What place does God hold in your life? Yeah. Now? Yeah. We talked about that. We, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. We probably need to go on. I was going to say go on to the next. I'll right. go, on to the next. Yeah, go on to the next. Okay. Or what are we looking like? We can. Because we definitely have to undo uh, this letter. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we can go on to the next then. Okay. okay. Uh, who put that there? Um, it was an accident, but isn't it cute? It's so cute. Yeah, I tried to get rid <laughs> okay. of it, but it wouldn't go away. <laughs> Hello, open relationship podcast. I'm right. sorry. So let me restart. I'm going to restart. Um, I was going right into the next segment, but I'm going to remind you guys. And for our new viewers, this is the segment that we call Left on Red, where we always read a letter or maybe a DM that was sent to us from one of our viewers um, or just somebody, you know, that just has something they want to get off of their chest. So this one reads, hello, open relationship podcast. I've been struggling with this secret for some time now, and I just need to tell someone because I'm literally about to lose my mind. Mm. I had sex with my sister's husband, and I am now pregnant by him. I am unsure how to tell my sister. I really don't know what to do. Please help me fix a very big mistake. Anonymous. Before any of y'all say anything, I want you to remember <laughs> about your conversation about God. An open safe space. <laughs> and God don't bless no mess. <laughs> and that is mess. I'm going to say, sis, <laughs> if you love your sister, it's a thing called abortion. <laughs> oh, oh And God. I would recommend you get an abortion. And that's okay. Don't think It's not bad. Oh, my God. It's not bad. If the baby is just uh, seven days old, you're pregnant, baby, it's, it's still a baby. But, you know, I would say this. But if you keep that baby, be prepared for what comes with that baby. And um, what it look like for you where you lose your sister, lose your family, because let me tell you mm -hmm. something. If my sister does to my sister, I'm cutting that bitch off. Yeah. <laughs> but I think even if she doesn't have the baby and it comes out they slept together, that's still just as bad. It would be a secret. I would, it, no proof, no face, no case. What oh proof can you have? <laughs> I would oh leave God. everything. So would you would forgive your sister... If there was no baby, you would. I would not tell no soul. Do you understand? It will be me and God, biggest secret. I will pray on my soul for the boarding this baby. I will tell that dude, 
No more. Give me your phone. Get my phone. We delete everything. Uh, and everything's just said and done. Everything's and said on. and done. We moving on. Okay. And you That's what I'm it. saying. And you allow your sister to stay married to this person? I sure will. It will come from me. <laughs> and if they oh divorce, it will not be because of me. <laughs> I'm telling you. It will be because of me. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Like, I will remove myself from the situation. Why, will, if there's no baby involved. If there's no baby involved. But if there's a baby involved, you're cutting off your sister. No, I, I just I already know I'm SOL. Like, what you oh, mean okay. if there's no babe? The, she's already pregnant. Yeah, she's already. Well, pregnant. no. Well, I was just saying. So, are you saying that because there's a baby, you'll cut her off, or if because he was like, oh, get an abortion, and then we'll act like it never happened? If it, if I don't so. care if the baby dies, if my sister has confirmation that my other sister slept with her husband, mm -hmm. we beating that bitch up. What if she slept <laughs> with your husband? We beating that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> but first beating his ass first. Let me put that out right, there. Right, we beating right. that ass first. Right. We, we come at your ass too. <laughs> Just like how Diamond did <laughs> in Play Players Club. Beat that nigga ass. We're like, all right, we go. Right. Bitch, what the fuck you <laughs> doing? Like, that's Somebody's just. Somebody's getting beat up. That is so, like, I cannot imagine how. You, but what I don't get about this though, when people send letters like this, and not even about this cheating, oh, I my best friend, man, or some people sleep with their stepdaddy, they stepmama, it happens. They have, it's people nasty. It's all nasty to me. <laughs> it is nasty. Hold but on. you come, you come for advice. We're not no more letters. <laughs> after you, after you did the stuff. Right. You get what I'm saying? Where was your remorse? This is how I feel. Bitch, where was your remorse when you was about to do it? You were thinking about me then. Can I say that I've done things that I wish that I wouldn't have done? And so Is I've... this your letter? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's hitting home. You feel this offended. is not my letter. But I'm just saying I've done things that I shouldn't have done. So I can't be like, where was the remorse? When you slept with the person. I can be like that. Where was the remorse? Don't be remorse when I got to beat that ass and you cut off for your life because you wanted that little feeling. Wherever that was, I don't know what it was. We're talking about cheating. You want to feel my husband's peace. It was so, it wasn't nobody else out there that you could feel. You want to taste what's mine, right? Right. I got kids by this man, got a whole family. So you don't know what you did. You ruined my niece, my children's family, too. Mm, right. Everybody. Yeah. So don't come to me, and bitch, talking about, I'm sorry. That. I'm so a Christian. I will forgive you. <laughs> Y'all okay. adding stuff to me. <laughs> I will kids. forgive you because there were guys say do, but I don't gotta be around you. Right. Okay. Period. So, yeah. Um, look, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm being too nice. Um. <laughs> she wrong. He or she. I am not saying anything about right or wrong. Um. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not judging. So you don't think. Whoa. No, no, it's not about what I think. It is to ask us for okay, advice. Okay, you want to give help, so so I, I don't even know if I want to hear. Help. Hold on, let me talk to okay. you all. I don't even know if this will help, but at this point, tell the secret. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> because only only because like what goes in the dark comes to light, and yeah. one day it will come out. Like <laughs> I agree. Um, I feel like. It's tough because the baby is involved, and this is my honest opinion. Like, I feel like the guy ain't shit, and the she sister. Ain't shit. I'm not gonna say that because he she wants to say it. She's probably he wants to show. say it. <laughs> you fucked up big time. I wouldn't do my siblings like that. Um, and I feel like if there wasn't, if there weren't a baby involved, then maybe we could have, y'all could have been like. 
what was done, we did, we should have done it, and we should move on. I agree with I you. Agree but since there's up. a baby, the secret needs to be out because nine out of ten, she's not gonna have an abortion. Nine out of ten, because you're sleeping with your sister's husband. So nine out of ten, you're not you gonna better, go abort I'm the beat baby. That babe out of you, then. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even no. even if she's <laughs> like, even know. if she, okay, so if she has the abortion, there's a psychological. Something that happens with abortion. That's fine. I'm gonna be psychological. She's already psychological because you shouldn't fuck my man. Exactly. Thank you, like, you're already no, psychological. I'm already psychological. No, I'm, I'm saying like <laughs> stuff happens when women have abortions. So right. that that's not something to take lightly. And then at the same time, like yeah, I'm pro life. So so if if this I baby woman's choice choose wisely. If if this baby grows up, it's probably gonna look like this man. Oh. And it's so, her sister. And look like the cousins if the sister has kids. With like, that's too. that's just too much. And then yeah. what's so funny, if, the, if they have the same, if the sister has the same parents, the kids are really going to be technically brothers and sisters, too, mm. because they come from the, the same, same mom and dad and the same dad. They're sisters and brothers. And, and cousins, cousins, right, and cousins. <laughs> well, so, even production's in on this, and cousins. So, right? like, <laughs> since you, like, tell what you going to say. So, for me, like, again, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna say this: I don't encourage abortions. Like that's, never, I understand the situation, but that's not just something that I would ever encourage anyone to do. However, I mean, it's really no way that I could say this and be like respectful because at the end of the day, the whole situation is very disgusting. Like, period. Like the husband is disgusting. He you're is disgusting. Too. We talk like, about the man cutting his dick off. And you yeah. know, <laughs> well, I don't know about cutting his dick off. Cut his dick off. You will never use that dick again. <laughs> If I'm beating my sister, you know you're going to say the worst of you. Right, right, right. And my thing is that this is probably not even the first <laughs> time y'all done it. Y'all probably done it more than once. Like, yeah, I'm sure. It's probably been done more than once. Exactly. So for me, it's just like, I would say just be honest because at the end of the day, like, if you do have any love for your sister, then you need to let her know what kind of man she is married to. What kind of love do you have for your I sister? Say if you have any kind of love. You I do say. not have. You broke that love when you slept with him no, and encouraged the first love your I mean, she yeah, still love no. You're just a hoe. It's probably about to be out. Somebody probably got something leaked and she already knows she SOL. Like, and I, let me tell you, I had a friend, and I'm not going to lie. What is It's okay. I had a friend. Who slept with our friend's man? Ooh. Okay. And I stopped talking to him because I was like, bitch, if you do it to him, you do it to you him. Do it bitch, to you me. do it to me. Right. So right. why? And he was like crying because that was my eighth book home. So now I'm like, well, damn, bitch, because you ever went behind slept with one right, of my men? Right. Like, and that's with. how I would take it. Now, my one night standard, so you know, I don't care. But somebody I really loved and was right. with. This is why moving forward, my friends don't have my man number. There you go. You, I don't why would they have it in the first place? So, right. I mean, some people do that. Some people That's do what that. It is. Some people you do bet that. not. I don't care about you following him. Or bitch, you better be a DM sent about yeah. nothing. I he, agree. You know, be liking his fucking pictures. But that's just, do not that's comment. just like, your like your friends need to be tactful and have good taste. That's just tactful and have my good taste. Enough, like, that's the standard. We've met Taste Fiance, and I feel like we're like not great friends, but I feel like we're great acquaintances, like whatever. But I'm not gonna follow him on social media yes, per what? se, or like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, but some I just people have that like, etiquette. Mm -hmm. Your man can be cool as a fucking fan, but I'm your friend. Right. I'm not following him. Exactly. I'm not getting his number. Exactly. I'm not gonna go like his pictures. But look, Thanks for so, what for? But it's right, different. Right. We're talking about in our friend group. This is someone like you. 
Yeah. But here she fucked her sister, man. <laughs> That's horrible. It's definitely horrible. Man. Like I said, I don't really have anything positive to say. I was in a situation. Oh, my Tell God. the truth. I am telling the truth. I, can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was like a while ago, back at home. Like, you got cussed you at? Um, so there was, um, she was like like a childhood friend. We grew up together. Um, like really like one of kind of one of my best friends. Mm. I did not sleep with her man. Oh. Um, <laughs> we were all in church together and she and this guy had like broken up. They were taking a break, whatever. And I didn't even know this guy was gay. Like I had no idea. Like Wait, did you fuck him? I did I did later. <laughs> later, but not while the thing was going on. So to to make a long story short, I just, you know, kinda went with him expressing interest, left it at that. So he decides he wants to, like, go back to being straight, clean all the slates, get everything together. So he tells my my used to be. Wait, so I'm confused. So, like, break this down for people who's confused, too. Okay. He's talking in circles. Okay. So. Or are you just misunderstanding? No, so but for anybody, it's fine. You're talking in circles, he, misunderstanding. He just wants to be messy. Exactly. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I don't talk in circles. I'm your best friend. Okay. This is my man. We break up. He get a little curious. He go to you. Y'all have sex. We it, we didn't have sex. Y'all did sexual. We just like you know. But y'all had sex, right? Yes or no? Eventually. Okay, yeah. You wrong, bitch. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> you try to be nice about it. You wrong. Yeah, Fred, you wrong. You wrong. I know that. I know that. Mm. Does she know? No. Yeah, she, so that's what I was getting at before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> he decided, okay, I don't want to be gay because we were all like in church. So it was given like meeting up on game nights with different like teens from the church, she whatever. Said on game nights? So he decided that he didn't want to be like gay anymore on that yeah, path. I hate you. So he tells her, like, oh, me and Devin, XYZ. So she calls me in the middle of the night, like, hey, Dev. And I'm like, hey, I'm asleep, but what's the tea? So and so just called me and said, I jumped up out the bed and I'm like, <laughs> Did you lie? I was like, Can we talk? Can I come over so we can talk? Like, <laughs> oh, now like, you want to talk. <laughs> you get She was tea? like, I mean, I guess. And then so we went and talked. And you honestly, stupid like, I'm going to get at you, bitch. I had to, I know, but I had to tell her. I had to, I had, I owed her something. I, when I had went I owed her something. Are y'all still friends to this day? Um, we bear, we our our parents have history. Our family has like deep history, so we'll speak if we see each other. But, but we're not, friend, yeah, because we're um, not friends. And I, I don't blame her um at all. <laughs> I don't blame her at all. But I would never be that person again. But again, I thought that y'all are done. Okay, you done with girls now. You gay, gay. So like that's not even a factor. Like that was my. But again, that we're talking. That's breaking friend code. Okay. I just had a conversation I broke, last week. I broke friend code, and I was also very, very So young. now we're watching you. Well, I'm watching watch you. Me. Oh, time. my God. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. You know, God said forgive. What is this girl going to do? Girl, have an abortion. That's what I, my final answer. <laughs> right answer is abortion, Lord Jesus. Um, tell your sister. <laughs> tell your sister and then go ahead and move out of town. <laughs> Speaking from experience. Especially if you don't have a baby. <laughs> but someone speaking from experience. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> no shade, no tea, but tea and shade. Right. <laughs> all tea and all shade. I mean, like. If you don't have a baby, then maybe that might be a good idea. You know? Just get out of town. Yeah, Girl, move to Canada. <laughs> I heard anyway. it's nice over there. <laughs> Wow. What'd you feel? Friend? I already said, tell the secret. Oh, 
Okay, so let me ask you, you're the therapist. I know we got a little time. We got a little time for this. So, well, you can't do therapy sessions like this, huh? Mm-mm. Okay, so uh, this, this, so, let me do Tay. This, uh, this, uh, <laughs> what you do Tay? I know so I mean, David, what you But that's why he said this isn't my advice, but for him, what he would recommend for, for himself you, in the situation. Okay, if you were the sister... And the one who that slept, slept with, with the somebody. husband? Yeah. Okay. What would you do and what would you be prepared for? Oh, that's a good one. I I would tell the secret because if I'm pregnant, I'm probably going to see it through. Mm-hmm. And Same. if I were pregnant, I would see it through. Mm-hmm. Roddy would definitely. If I were pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would see it through. Um, I would tell the secret because it just needs to be. It needs to be exposed. Like this is what I did. This is what I and this is who I did it with. Um, and then I would let everybody else make whatever decision they need to make. I will accept all the consequences because of my actions. And so I'm probably like, mom would probably be furious. Daddy would be furious. He'll probably be glad that you got a, a grandkid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but there would be a huge disruption, and I caused it. And so I have to take responsibility for that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where I am. I mean, it would be a hard pill to swallow at the jump, but... It wasn't too hard to swallow when oh God. You, she got pregnant. Well, if she had swallowed, she probably wouldn't have got pregnant. That's it. <laughs> Well, I just felt like, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm going to throw his ass under the bus because, bitch, you the one took vows to my sister. So, bitch, I'm going to tell a secret. Like, I'm going to let her know what kind of man she has. Yeah, like, because even if let her know what kind of man she is while you was fucking her, man. Y'all are making no, so much sense. It's so if, beautiful. Even if he wasn't it's so beautiful here on Relation Podcast. <laughs> He's going to be sleeping with somebody. Child. <laughs> oh well, God. sis, you know, we love you here regardless. God is love. And even though we have oh, our opinions, we still love y'all and we still want y'all to send us letters. This is just honesty. That's yeah, all. Yeah, we're going to be uh, Like, I'm even honest. if one of my best friends came with the same letter, I would give them the same advice pretty much that I just gave the lady that sent this. <laughs> and thank you for sharing okay. your truth. So before we close and it, again, I- that was in 2000, probably 12. And you the same person said, I said, redact, I said, friend, what if they had sex way back in 2009? It still happened. Oh, you did say that. <laughs> you did say that last week. Are we supposed to be wrapping up the show? Devin, Wait, we wrap it, up. it still <laughs> happened. Before we wrap up, guys, we want to um, also acknowledge that they asked us to have our thighs out. On oh, oh, they did, on the church segment. Let me show On the church segment. Let me show, look, lift it up, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. thighs. Yeah, and I was going to do jeans this time because I always had my thighs out, mm-hmm. but in honor of the thighs out, they're <laughs> back out again. They didn't want to see your thighs. They didn't want to see their thighs. <laughs> <laughs> they said, we tired of seeing y'all thighs. <laughs> yes, I love Tay's Days. They wanted, the, they they wanted the meaty thighs. I know. <laughs> These are the workout thighs over here. Deep. But but I also want to say, you guys, we are growing, and it's only because of you all. We love seeing our numbers. YouTube is saying we're going to be probably monetized by the end of this year because of you all. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We love you here. And keep showing love for us. You don't have to be monetary. All you got to do is subscribe. That's it. Like and watch more than five minutes. Right. (laughs) Comment. (laughs) Let us know what to do more of, less of. What do you guys like to see? We really want to. Yeah. Again, one of the reasons we said open relationship because we want it to be an open conversation and relationship between us and all of our viewers. So give us feedback. Load up our DMs even more than they already are. (laughs) 
Somebody sent me something to my DM and asked me, was it a red flag today? And I'm like, you can't talk to me and then try to use the show. Like, Shout <laughs> <laughs> out for my rule yeah. is don't watch. <laughs> because if, it, if I said it, I meant it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but also remember, if you fucking with Rodney, you better subscribe. Right. Get exactly. the fuck out. Exactly. There you go. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> So thank you all for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. Bye, next guys. Next time. So next time, y'all. <laughs>